I thought that my legs had turned into bacon. What? You weren't smoking weed, bitch. You were on some other fucked off shit for real. Welcome, stoners, back to another episode of Loaded. I'm your host, Madison, with an E, per usual, like always. It's probably not going to change anytime soon. I apologize if you don't like me or I'm annoying. Just got to get used to it. Um, So what I figured I would do is the first episode of every month. Okay, I'm not saying this right. Um, The first week of each month, the episode that's going to be released on that Wednesday or like the following Wednesday, um, I decided that I wanted it to be solo sessions. Um, I think that it will be a little bit easier on me personally, but I think it will also give us a chance to kind of bond more like I've been asking you guys to do. What I figured is you guys can write into me just like how I asked you to do the last solo session. I know that this one was a little bit unexpected, so I didn't get a chance to really put the word out there, but um, everything was really last minute. I apologize. So I figured what you guys can start doing moving forward, and I'll remind you on the episode prior to that, is just write into me. Um, you know, you can use the email account, you can DM me, um, Twitter, Instagram, whatever works best for you. But um, today's solo session is going to be a little bit different than um, last the last solo session that we had. Um, I don't have a visual to go with this one just yet. Um, I, I, the last solo session that I had. Um, the video on YouTube, which thank you guys for watching, but it got way more views on there than the actual audio got like listens for. So I wanted to try and see if I could balance this out a little bit better. Things got really messed up that week and I didn't release anything when I was supposed to. So, I mean, it's on me anyway, but I just figured that, um, I would kind of give you guys something to look forward to if you enjoyed my last video, which I enjoyed the fuck out of it. So fuck you if you didn't, I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to do me. So just to jump into my dank of the day, um, I'm smoking on uh, M&M. M&M, yes. Um, I've been smoking a lot of this recently. Um, I really like the high that I get from it. M&M is the indica dominant hybrid. Um, a lot of people know it for giving them a really relaxed sensation. Um, it's a little bit different than the high that you typically get from either an indica dominant hybrid or just an indica strain um, that gives you that sunk in the couch feeling that we've mentioned a bunch of times. Um, this one doesn't put you out the same way, but it definitely relaxes you and it definitely does do a little bit to your psyche as well. The, um, the strain is known for um, helping... Uh, patients against the symptoms of anxiety and depression. Um, it can kind of give like a strong buzz, like a strong sensation, if you will, uh, to just kind of relax and chill the body out. So this is something that I've really been enjoying recently. Um, I've been a little bit more high stress, high anxiety at work. So it's kind of nice to be able to come home and smoke some of this and just fucking let it all melt right off. Um, so like I said, this episode is going to be a little bit different. And the topic that I kind of pick to discuss with you guys, which I'm sorry if this one's stupid. I really racked my brain all day today trying to figure out what the fuck I was going to talk about, but what I decided to talk about 
was the science behind munchies because I was in the Taco Bell drive through and I was sitting here like, you know, I wasn't even hungry a second ago. <laughs> Smoked tobacco wood. Next thing I knew, I was at fucking Taco Bell. That happens all the time. And for those of you who either do know me or don't know me and are confused right now, um, I am a vegetarian, so I don't eat meat. Um, I'm plant-based for the most part. I use a lot of dairy-free, vegan, plant-based products. However, I cannot kick cheese to save my life. Cheese is crack. Cheese is crack. That's that's all I can say. If I stop eating it for a certain period of time, just like any habit you can break, you know, I can stop eating it, but... I'm, I'm not there yet. I'm not ready to give up cheese. So that's really the only thing that I eat that's that's um, um, kind of breaking my veganism, if you will. But when I go to Taco Bell, if you guys didn't know this, you can order anything and get uh, refried beans as a replacement for beef. And so that's what I do. I go and I get, you know, whatever I feel like getting that day. And uh, I got hella food tonight. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to go to the gym tomorrow. I'll work it off. It's totally fine. But I was sitting there and I was like, why does weed make me so hungry? Like, I've noticed that there's been periods of times in my life where I've stopped smoking periodically. And during that time, I had never had an appetite. Obviously, I couldn't sleep, which I kind of expected that. But I lost a lot of weight during those those moments in my life. And um, it just kind of made me wonder, like, what exactly, what part of the weed, I guess you could say, that you're smoking, you know, is, is giving you that sensation of the munchies, basically, you know, where you gotta fucking eat everything in sight and on top of that why is it food that kind of makes you feel better if you do get too high that might be like a me thing but that's still something that I was wondering so I'm gonna get into the science behind this weed is just like any other plant it has a genetic makeup um within that genetic makeup there's different characteristics if you will of weed that contribute to the different effects that you receive from the strain when you smoke it um, so I did some research, I came across a few different articles and I tried to find as many as I could that kind of had the same information because the biggest thing about <clears throat> the science behind weed or any type of test that they run or, or anything like that, that they try and do to, uh, gain more knowledge to share with people about the benefits of marijuana um, it's not really done on people. They don't really have any tests that have been done like in, in the lab that's actually credible to be able to release. So I was able to find one article where they actually test the effects of weed on mice. And I mean, that's pretty, their genetic makeup is pretty similar to ours. So, I mean, we're going to go with this one. It seems pretty legit. Um, so the most active ingredient in marijuana, which is the one that's most commonly known as THC, which Okay, I'm going to try and say this. I always have a hard time. It stands for tetrahydrocannabinol. Cannabinol. Tetrahydrocannabinol. There we go. We're going to go with that. Um, which, yeah, again, is THC. Once the THC gets into your blood, it just takes seconds for uh, the chemical to reach your brain. And then once it reaches our brains, our brains process uh, that information with neurons, and the neurons pass signals to one another through chemicals called neurotransmitters. The THD re resembles a natural transmitter that we already have in our brains, and um, both of these compounds are referred to as cannabinoids. Um, so back to that study on mice, I just wanted to give you some background. It was done at Yale, and they found out that the cannabinoids seem to interfere with a special group of cells called POMC neurons. Now, I cannot pronounce that word to save my fucking life, so if you're really interested, just go fucking look it up on Google. 
Um, but basically what they found is that the POMC neurons are supposed to help your brain regulate um, the body's key processes, like your heart rate, your temperature. And this is the same thing that's supposed to tell you whether or not you're full, if you should keep eating or if you've had enough and you need to stop. Um, in the mice, the THD turned off adjacent cells that are supposed to tell the POMC neurons to slow down. So what ended up happening is that the neurons actually increased, and so it raised the hunger level in the mice. So it's kind of like in the last solo session, we had talked about the effects of weed and how it should be used, if at all, when it comes to working out. How like for me, for instance, it can be used as a stimulant and it helps me kind of jumpstart my workout. For others, I know they use it as part of the recovery process. But when you break down uh, kind of science-wise, if you will, the genetic makeup and what parts of the cannabis are supposed to activate or decrease activity in people in different parts of your brain. Um, even though it is dependent on the person, when it comes to working out, it was really kind of not clear cut or black and white at all because it, certain parts that of the cannabis that were supposed to suppress your mood were actually working with your brain as a stimulant to kind of kickstart your workout. But, you know, so it was kind of all over the place. It kind of sounds like that's what it is. Um, with the POMC uh, neurons in your brain as well when it comes to overeating or the munchies or anything in general because the POMC neurons are supposed to suppress your appetite, if you will. They're supposed to tell you when you're full, but working with cannabis and the cannabinoids and THC once it reaches your brain, um, it actually does the complete opposite with the POMC neurons. It activates them, so it increases um, your your appetite, even if you are already full, your brain's releasing chemicals telling you that you need to eat more, that it's hungry. So it's just, I mean, I I think weed is just really cool. Like some people might think that that's weird and you shouldn't do that to your body, but I mean, at, at the same time, like weed is not alcohol. You're pretty aware of what the fuck you're doing. You know if you're full. You know if you you had too much. Even if your body is telling you you're full, if you just ate like three burritos from fucking Taco Bell, which that's not my order. That's not what I ate but I probably ate something equivalent to three fucking burritos because I had a lot fucking full. Um, you know, you should still be able to kind of tell yourself like, hey, maybe I shouldn't be eating another three burritos and maybe two ice cream cones and a bunch of candy and a bunch of chips. Like, yeah, you're going to have to learn how to kind of monitor that shit yourself. Because I know when um, I started smoking really heavily, it was kind of through like this, a little bit of a depression. I kind of talked about it in, I don't know what episode, but I touched on it briefly. I was, oh, I think it was the last episode um, with Mariana, but uh, I was in a really bad relationship and I ended up gaining a lot of weight, but it was because I was smoking and all I was doing was eating and I would just go to sleep. I would just smoke, eat, pass out, wake up, smoke, eat some more, pass out. I wasn't doing anything good for my body. Um, so I kind of had to learn at that point in my life because I gained a lot of weight what my limits were and if I was going to smoke that I needed to smoke responsibly so I could make sure that I was still staying healthy. Um, and that's really important. So regardless of what you choose to partake in, you have to know your limits. Um, so I understand it's, it's kind of fucking with your chemical makeup of your brain, but get it together, people. I feel like you can overcome that. Um, but they made sure to notate that even though this was their finding when it came to the mice and testing out THC and the effects of it, that a lot of scientists actually don't necessarily stand behind this um, theory, I guess you could say. Um, it, it's not, like, not known. <laughs> that was a really high thing to say. It's not not known that weed 
is always in association with munchies or making you hungry or increasing your appetite. Um, but I guess the way that it does that is different in different scientists' opinions. This was the one that I found um, that I think everyone can kind of agree on because it's, you know, the scientific part of it with what parts of the weed are actually working with your brain and the chemical makeup of it and what chemicals it's releasing and what it's doing. Um, but there are... Uh, uh, there's a lot more to the genetic makeup of weed. And I tried to find like a chart or something that kind of was a little bit more clear cut that would essentially kind of help break that down a little bit more. Um, I wanted to post it on the blog so you guys could see, but also have the information to tell you. And I couldn't find anything that was like really kind of just basic and simple because I read, I read some things. Uh, I don't know where the, <laughs> you guys know me. I always have like 27 tabs open. So with my notes on them. So I can't find it, but whatever. I've lost my train of thought. I guess it wasn't that important. Anyway, now to the part of this podcast that should kind of be a little bit more funny. Um, so I was trying to find stories online of people that got really high and ate too much and just if anything happened. I mean, with me, if I overeat, I just throw up <laughs> everything that I ate and then I'm like immediately hungry, but that's kind of gross. So I'll wait a little bit and then I eat later. Um, but that's why I said you need to know your limits. I cannot tell you how many times I have like just binged out and just overindulged in whatever the fuck was in front of me or whatever I could get my hands on. And I just threw it all up because it was way too much for my stomach to handle. There was like a full year where I did that like once a week. It was ridiculous. Not good for your body. But I couldn't find anything that, you know, was along those lines. So what I did find, which is obviously way easier to, to find stories about, um, were, um, I found an article that's labeled 24 real life stories of edible marijuana high has gone bad. And so I took a look at it and <laughs> one of the first ones kind of like caught my attention. And so I figured, okay, we can go with some of these. Um, so the first one that really caught my attention um, was <laughs> from some username, Kristen AR43, some other shit. Um, I watched a documentary about cheese on repeat for hours and then cried in my closet. <laughs> and I just want to know what you were going through that made you cry after watching the same fucking documentary about fucking cheese for hours. I mean, I know it's good, but like, fuck, like you don't need to go cry about it, bitch. God. Um, next one, uh, Eliza J 48 two said, I laid on my roommate's bed convinced I was salami. about that. It says, I ate too much of a cupcake and thought I was in a deli case. I laid on my roommate's bed, convinced I was salami and waited for someone to come by me. That just doesn't sound like it's weed. I feel like you had some PCP lace in that bitch. Angels does something like there was something else in there. Like you don't just, that doesn't just happen. See, I hear stories like this and it low key makes me mad. Cause I'm like, okay, first of all, if that shit's true and I'm just doubting you because it sounds stupid, then I need some of whatever the fuck you're smoking because I'm trying to be that high at least one time and experience what the fuck it's like to feel like a piece of meat on your friend's bed, which you think is a deli case and you're on display and you're waiting for someone to buy you. Like what kind of fucked up shit is that? I don't know, but I need to try some of it. Like my highs have never got me there. I think the one time I had like a weird, like I smoked a lot and I said something weird or I felt weird or whatever it was on 420. Like, I don't even know, maybe five years ago. And it was after work and me and one of my coworkers, we didn't have any plans. So we just sat in my car and we smoked through 
I don't even know how much weed it was. At that time, it probably wasn't as much as I'd be able to smoke now because I had just started smoking back then. It, that was the job that I got when I was 18, and that's when I started smoking. So um, I wasn't on the level that I'm at right now. But he was – I don't even know what the fuck we were talking about. I heard something about a cat, or I was thinking about cats or something, and I said something about a cat, and he just stopped and looked at me and started cracking up, and he was like – how fucking stoned are you right now? Like, what the fuck did you just say? And I could not answer his question. I had no idea what I said. No idea what I was talking about. I'd stopped listening to him like an hour prior to that. Like, I had no idea what the fuck was going on. I was lit out of my fucking mind. <sighs> I miss that. I miss how high I used to get when I was younger because I smoke every day and I've been smoking every day for years. So I don't feel like I could ever get that high again without like just passing out and going to sleep, like my body just, I don't feel like it's going to react the same way. So sometimes it makes me want to stop smoking for a little bit, you know, but I don't know. I still don't feel like I would get high the same way that I used to. I don't know what it was about it. I don't know, but it was just, it was so great. My first few highs. Anyway, on to the next story. It says, we had to sit outside for four hours before help came and I literally didn't give a shit because I was so hot. <clears throat> I visited Amsterdam twice while studying abroad. The second time I went, my friends and I rented an Airbnb apartment. One morning I slept in while my two friends went to the Van Gogh Museum. I ate a space cake while waiting for them to come back and got really high. I accidentally locked everyone out of the apartment while letting them into the building. We had to sit outside for hours before help came and I literally didn't give a shit because I was so high. Well, you know what, Sarita, 87, bitch, you shouldn't have worried. Don't, don't waste your high. I just feel like in situations like that, if you're high or not, there's nothing you can do. If you locked everybody out, you locked everybody out. The fuck are you supposed to do that? Somebody else can do break the fucking window, you know, wait just like everyone else's for help. Like don't let your high go to waste. Enjoy that shit because you're the only one that probably can. Everyone else probably pissed at you for fucking, I mean, I would be pissed if I was them, but if you're the high one, enjoy that shit, girl. So our next one, I took my pants off at the TSA checkpoint at the San Diego airport. Oh no. Okay. I took my pants off at the TSA checkpoint at the San Diego airport. My friend gave me an edible Jolly Rancher candy the night before and I just put them in my purse. When I got to the airport, I realized I still had them in my purse and I was paranoid of drug sniffing pups. <laughs> so I ate them in line. Girl, I feel you. I get so fucking scared that dogs are going to sniff me even if I don't have weed on me because I feel like I just sweat THC at this point. Um, she said she had a watermelon one and a green apple one. She, uh, she said cut to 20 minutes later, still in the TSA line and stoned as fuck. The nice gentleman asked me to remove my belt and shoes. I was just going on with the motions and removed my shoes and buckled my pants and pulled them off. I asked him what he wanted me to do with them. And he said, I want you to put them back on. <laughs> I was fairly certain I was going to jail, but he, he just winked at me and said, it happens all the time, ma'am. Yeah, fucking right. Thank you, Toya Davis, but uh, yeah, that don't happen, girl. You better check yourself. Um, so our last little story here, just because this is supposed to be a short episode. Um, the last thing I remember is buying gumbo, throwing up outside of a strip club called the Topless, or okay, wait, a strip club called Topless Bottomless and wearing a novelty cowboy hat. That was a mouthful, and I have cotton mouth, so that was really tough. Okay. I had a bad experience with brownies in college. We were making a road trip from Tallahassee to New Orleans and decided to bake a batch of brownies for the ride. I was so effed up after eating two that I forgot they had put pot in them and ate a third one. Oh no, Nicholas Holmes. Oh my God, I feel for him so much right now. 
Mind you, we still hadn't even stepped foot on Bourbon Street and we were already higher than batshit. The last thing I remember is buying gumbo, throwing up outside of a strip club called Topless Bottomless, and wearing a novelty cowboy hat at the end. Well, you know what, Nicholas? I really do feel like those are the best types of stories. It's the shit that you can't remember, which sucks because I know that you want to and you want to be like, yes, that shit was hella fun. But that's what makes a great story is that you only remember like three or four specific things that make no fucking sense that have absolutely no relation to each other. I mean, those are the best stories. Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? So, um, last thing that I wanted to do really quickly on this episode is, uh, announce the winner of the first solo sesh. Um, I want to try and do monthly giveaways, so I figured that it would just go hand-in-hand with the solo sessions that I do, so even though I know that the first one wasn't too popular, if you guys listen in, you at least get a chance to, um, or if you write in, I'm sorry, you at least get a chance to um, enter the contest and then um, potentially win one of our loaded goodie bags, which over time will get a lot better, but I'm not going to leave anybody hanging. Um, I'm really excited for some of the ideas that we have in place. Um, um, Oh! Another thing, real quick, um, I went and updated the blog, finally. I know I've talked about it so many times, and I keep yelling at you guys to go fucking look at it, and I haven't gotten my shit together. I was, like, four episodes behind, but I posted two blog posts last night, and then I'm going to try and post two more tonight, which will put us, like, literally right back on track with everything. Um, This session included will – I'm sorry, this session as well will be included on that blog post. Um, so I'll try and give a little bit more information on the giveaways that we're going to do. That way you guys know when to write in, when those episodes will be, and then kind of when the deadline is and the cutoff point. Um, and when it comes to writing into me, I feel, oh shit, I just punched my microphone. Um, feel free to send in stories too. Send in whatever the fuck you want. Like, I don't really care at this point. Just give me something to talk about. Like, talk to me guys. Like I said a million times, I don't record this shit. Just listen to it myself. I do it so that uh, hi moment. Sorry. I do it for y'all anyway. So, but the winner is my bitch Maria. So she says she listens to all my episodes. I don't really know if she does. I'm not doubting her at all, but just in case she doesn't, um, I will be contacting her to let her know. Um, and if you do, congratulations, bitch. I'm going to be sending you a bunch of shit in the fucking mail and you better use it. (laughs) Um, anyway, Thanks for listening to this filler episode. I promise that they'll be better moving forward. Um, I have some plans for people that I want to be featured on some upcoming episodes that will give us a lot of really good content to talk about. Um, I'm also trying to see in the next coming weeks if I might be able to go to a few vendor shows. Um, I think it might be cool to, if I can make it work, record some type of like live episode from a vendor show or just record an episode at a vendor show, be able to talk to a few different um um, growers, uh, vendors, uh, delivery services, providers, what the fuck ever you want to call them. Um, and just give you guys some more, uh, some more credible content to listen into. Um, also, as always, if you guys have any suggestions, stories, whatever, write into me. Um, go check out the blog. It has all the information on the episode. Um, has the dank of the day listed there that you guys can reference back to if you ever want to try it. Um, and I think that's about it. So, yeah. It's weird. This is, like, the shortest episode ever. And I'm looking at the time. And I know, like, a little bit of this is going to be cut out anyway because I have a lot of, like, pauses and a bunch of fuck-ups and shit. 
But yeah, that's the episode, guys. Thanks for listening in. And as always, stoners, stay fucking lit. (laughs) Bye. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of Loaded. Our cover art is by DJ Harmony, music by MCF Beats. Make sure to visit our website and blog at www.weareloaded.online. You can also follow us on Twitter at www.twitter.com slash wearloadedpod. I've been utilizing my personal Instagram account recently to help promote the podcast, so feel free to follow me on there as well at love.madison. And remember, Madison is with an E, not an O. If you have any product recommendations or have products you would like featured on the show, please feel free to email us at wearloadedpodcast at gmail.com. Episodes are available on different podcasting platforms, but to really help us grow, please listen to us on iTunes or through Apple Music. If you're an iPhone user, you can use the podcast app already on your phone, or you can listen to us online via computer. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review to allow us to keep creating awesome content for you. And as always, to cover our blunts as well as yours, Loaded Podcast does not encourage or recommend the use of marijuana prior to using any heavy machinery. Loaded Podcast does not support the use of marijuana prior to driving a vehicle or entering a drug-free workplace. Whether using marijuana for medicinal or recreational purposes, please always remember to smoke responsibly. And as always, donors, make sure to stay lit.